You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 301 for August 27th, 2020. This week, we talk about dog sitting, augmented reality museums, actual cheeses, Netflix miniseries, weddings, and cell phone kill switches. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Oh, welcome to Trump's America. Oh, my God. You're really <laughs> sending me, aren't you? You really woke up today and said, your heart rate's not fast enough. Heart rate 150? Let me tell you about, well, I'll have you know, me and Sam were talking before the podcast. My heart rate on my smartwatch was 150. I've been having an anxiety attack for the past two weeks. Um, it's Casual. at 140 right now. See, once, you, once you start talking to me, you don't, you don't perceive me as uh, a threat. So that's why your heart rate goes down when we do this podcast. <laughs> because I am so incredibly submissive and non-threatening that you're just like, okay, I'm in a safe place. Do you know how many like tabs on like self-help books, therapists, psychiatrists, mental health, checking in yourself facilities I have up right now? Like it is just... Honey, she has an encyclopedia ready to go. I am... Oh, it, okay. I'm okay. I, what, I breathed. I breathed. You heard me. Joe's alive. He's breathing. It's fun. Everything is fun. You know what you need to do, Joe? Um, you need to go what you need to do what I did this past weekend and go camping up in the mountains with your family and have no cell service. That's what I did this weekend. Did you get Giardia? You know, I didn't. Did I tell you about the story where I went camping and almost got Giardia once? Yeah, because we were talking about how Piggy had Giardia. Uh, he always copies me, you know. Jesus. Maybe Piggy got it first. He's a trendsetter. <laughs> Piggy got Giardia first and then everyone else got it. No, I was up in this area of Montana. It's like north. Uh, I'm trying to. What's the, what does a compass look like? Northwest. I was like three miles from the Canadian border. I could have like ran across and been able to go to the doctor. Like I was I could smell it. I could smell the universal health care. I could smell prescription. I, mm-hmm, uh, I, I could smell the functioning federal government. You know, I could just sniff it. It was so close. Anyway, I was, in you this, know, I was in this area. Oh, go called, on, sorry. I was in this area called Yak. Y double A K. I don't know why oh, it's called edgy. that. I don't know. But it was very pretty. Well, did you have a good time? Yes, I did. Apparently, Piggy wanted to chime in. He's uh, Piggy wants to go. Piggy he wants to go immediately. Piggy wants. Piggy doesn't. It doesn't matter where Piggy goes. Piggy just wants to go. And I feel that. I understand. He heard that. Yak and thought you were telling him to <laughs> scream, he, to he, talk. He heard Yak and he thought that I was throwing up. And so he wanted to join. He's but. very upset because they've been working on the AC stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like having to check thermostats and stuff in the building. So he is, um, he's not, he's just letting them know he's unhappy. Is Piggy like the rest of us where we're just, where he's afraid of men? Um, Piggy's, I don't know if I would call him afraid of anything, really. He's is he very, not smart enough to know to be afraid of something? He's very vocal when he is dissatisfied with something. Oh, so just like Which, his father. We're teaching him. Well, actually not like me at all. I sit there and I stew and I let it brew until my heart rate's 150 for two weeks. There you go. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. You need to learn no, from your I dog admire. to let it all out. I admire so much about, you know how dog owners are always like, oh, I just admire dogs so much. They speak their minds. They poop on the floor. You know, they can hear everything. They tell you what they want. They're they living no in regards. complete anarchy. That's what you're they striving live in for. The, they live in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like when I think about what I'm going through, I'm thinking I've got a doctor's appointment. I'm really stressed out about. I've got moving. I've got my mental health just not being great in general. 
It's like the perfect storm of things sending you into a bad mental space. Sending you. Sending you into this like storm and you, you can't see the end of it. Like all the anxiety comes from trying to see the other side of it and not being able to. Mm-hmm. The anxiety comes from like uncertainty and just like Piggy doesn't have that. Yeah. Piggy, and I just like, yeah, he just he doesn't think about what's coming next. He doesn't necessarily think about where his next meal you know, is coming from or he could die know, that we, day. He's not afraid of death. You know, he he, he probably doesn't understand it, you know. <laughs> oh, to be as oh naive. My God. Uh, Just like the weight lifted off of you. It's like, yeah, thinking about your pets like, wow, you don't understand that, you know, I have to make money and pay rent or else I'm homeless. You don't have you don't understand that concept. What what a dream that must be. You know, I just I just want to be I just I just want to be piggy. Well, maybe it's when you I get want. reincarnated as a as a brainless chihuahua, that'll actually happen. He's a blessing. <laughs> I mean, oh, what a blessing! You he's know, he's a blessing. Um, I love him so much. So I I told you before the podcast, but I am well, not just me. My roommate and I, we are currently dog sitting, and I've never dog sat before because I've always been a cat person. And so, um, yeah, I've been hanging out with my my friend's dog. She is gone for a week. And she, I think she like is in LA visiting her parents or something. But yeah, her name is Cricket. And I've taken her out for walks Aww. and we've hung out. And she's, she's like an old girl. And so she like isn't rambunctious. She's lazy like me. She just wants to hang out on the couch. She doesn't bark. Like all she needs is food, water, and to go outside to poop. Otherwise, she's like sleeping on the couch. And I'm like, this is the dog for me. Like a dog that isn't, you know, rambunctious, a dog that isn't, you know, squealing at me. She doesn't give two shits. And I've really been enjoying it, you know? So that's my update. How big is she? Is she like a a a lap doggy? No, she's like a medium-sized dog. Aw, cricket. And and she has really, really uh, floppy ears. I'll send you a picture after we're done recording. Anyway, so I've I've actually been having a really good time with cricket because like I'm, like I said, I never grew up with dogs. So I, I was never a dog person, so I never really learned how to interact or take care of a dog since I never had one in the family. And so I've just been like, okay, let me let me make sure let me keep you alive for a couple of days because I'm I'm keeping her alive um, for the because <laughs> that's what it is. I'm keeping her alive for two days and then I'm leaving and my roommates taking care of her for the rest of the week um, because I have shit to do because straight people want to have weddings during a pandemic. That's why I'm oh, leaving. Oh, yeah. You texted me. You were going to a wedding. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I didn't say anything, but I was curious. Uh, God love him. Um, I was curious about Britney Spears. Curious but uh, Is she... Have we have we hashtag freed Britney yet? Is that still happening? I don't know. I think that's a topic for another day. Okay. Anyway. I think that's the topic for another... <laughs> That's mental like, health cycle <laughs> yeah girl someone else of mine yeah Not someone else's else spiral um but no so i i have a cousin that's getting married it was actually it was rescheduled because it was supposed to happen in june but they rescheduled it for for august obviously um and it's going to be outdoors and there's only going to be 30 people and I, I hopefully everyone wears a mask i'm wearing a fucking mask but like i'm just curious about because so I, I just i don't understand this concept and I feel like it maybe it isn't just straight of people. getting married. Well, I mean that, but also like the fact that like during a pandemic, you still want to go through with the wedding like you want to take that risk. Like it is that important to you. I just don't understand the like the importance 
of a wedding during this time. Like the fact that you you that rescheduling it for the for a next for the next year wasn't an option. Like that this was a high enough priority where you were still wanted to get it done, even though we're in the middle of a health pandemic. I don't understand. Basically, I don't understand why having a wedding is this important to someone. Like, I just don't get it. I mean, I don't have you. I don't got the answers. I mean, I'm going to go to the fucking gore house. We're going to do this. Right. That's all. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of I'm not saying it's right. And I I don't think it's right. right. Period. Well, oh, my God. (laughs) Um, I'm sure there's like money. Like, did they not reschedule it at all? Like from any well, I mean, it was point it, of it was supposed to be in June, and they rescheduled it to August. Oh, they thought this was going to be over from June to August, right? That's what that was my thought when they rescheduled. It. I was like, "Bitch, this is not going to be." And now, and they're still going through with it. I mean, regardless, they you know they took precautions in the sense of lowering the amount of people that are going to be there. It's outside, so it's way lower risk than you know it could be. But I guess my so they uninvited people. I think so. Do you know every time I'm invited to a wedding, I that is my dream. You is wish to be you were kicked off the list from the <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Think of just that's just another obligation I don't have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That high that you get when someone cancels plans. Oh, that's the ultimate oh my high when god. someone disinvites you from a wedding. <laughs> I want a canister of that feeling and just like an oxygen mask and it on my face mm-hmm. and just breathing just, like, that pure in. Pure adrenaline. Just like, <laughs> but no, I mean, I yeah. love, I love them, but it, but they're straight. It's a straight couple, and I associate weddings with being a big deal and an important moment in people's lives with straight people, and so I, and I just, I don't find weddings important personally in my life, and so I just, I don't understand why this couldn't have, like, why people, and it's not, it's not just my cousin, it's not just my family, like this has been happening. People have been having weddings, um continue to go and reschedule them and not reschedule them during the pandemic like hundreds of people are still having weddings and i'm just like why is this so important to you like are are you think like why can't this wait a year what are you what are you doing you know what i'm saying i don't know it's like are you guys no, not going to be together it. in a it's... year like what's going to happen between now and next summer that is going to completely well, ruin the fact well i mean yeah they could i guess a lot well could happen. no i'm talking like in this country, you also have to get married for like, not that I'm saying you have to have a wedding to do this, but right. like for health insurance. Yeah, for, for the benefits. Yeah. Mortgages for, you know, there's all that stuff, too, because America, obviously. But also but like, what you can you do, can do with, that, you yeah, know, you, you can just get married with a certificate and then have a wedding later. Exactly. Like have a reception anytime. And it, I don't know. I, I don't understand it. Anyway, I'm going anyway. I'm 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 in charge of p- pressing play on the iPod because that's it's how that's. Oh my god, are you going. the DJ? And by DJ, I mean I mean I don't know what's happening. We're having a rehearsal on Friday, but I have to press. What play do you on even put iPod. on that? Did you? What is it like Nickelback? What Probably. do you put on it? I don't know. I don't Nickelback know. Nickelback remixes. IPad. Yeah, slap I, it. <laughs> god, throw slap that iPod it, off, of honey. Her. When it drops on photograph, <laughs> slap. Slap. Is there a drop in photo? What song are you thinking about? <laughs> Look at about? that. Whoa, 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 phone. Joe's completely lost it. Um, I it- am literally, my heart rate hasn't even gone down a little bit during this. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to chug Joe along before he goes into cardiac arrest by the end of the podcast. But no, so like I'm in charge of pressing play on the iPod. And then for some reason, 
um, the bride was like, hey, would you take pictures during the wedding? And I was like, yeah, I will. But I'm not going to promise that they're going to turn out well, but I'll take some. So it's a, it's a scrapyard wedding. You know, we're getting we're, we're scraping by, but it should be fun. I'm wearing a mask the entire fucking time. I'm avoiding people. I mean, at a wedding during a non-pandemic, I avoid people like the plague. But during an actual plague, I'm going to be avoiding people like the plague even more. So that's what's on my schedule for this weekend, you know? So please pray for me. Well, and, uh, I will. I mean, you know, not pray for you, but I'll hope that it goes well. Mm-hmm. Draw something circle or like something. I don't know. Terrifying. That would add. Do you know what my heart rate would be? If you were at if a wedding. If I had that on the plate, honey. <laughs> honey, take your heart out, put it on, put it on a summoning circle and sacrifice it for me. That's what we need. Oh, well, yeah. Anyway, Do that's. Do you ever feel, oh, never mind. Go on. No, no, I, I wasn't. No, I... I'm scared of what I was going to say. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Uh... Well, I mean, I was just going to say, <laughs> when was the last wedding that you went to? Do you remember? Oh, God. You know what? I, I don't know. I missed a lot of weddings because I was in a lot of them happened during the summer and the summers is when I was in I was in San Francisco working Seattle working mm-hmm. then I was in Chicago and just didn't really have the money to fly home right you know so I missed a lot of uh college friends getting married mm-hmm. um I don't honestly remember the last wedding it might have been when I was in college it might have been like 10 12 years ago Wow. Um, You've really made it by. You've really been squeaking by getting, you know. I've really been when you're when you don't live in the same state, it's kind of it's easier to yeah, like yeah, kind of get out. Way of it. better. Easier excuse to be like, oh, I live it across is. the country. Sorry. LOL. Well, and I just don't have a lot of friends anymore. So nobody <laughs> is there to get married. <laughs> I That's yeah. just the truth. There's just nobody in my life that I think would get married. I think I think the last wedding that I went to, I went to a reception couple years ago, it was my roommate's brother that got married. And then before that, I was like a maid of honor for my um, my high school girlfriend who got married. Um, and they got married in a barn, of course, because hashtag Montana. And that was like five, seven years ago or something. So that's cute. But other than that, like this is my this is my next wedding. I don't know. I think when I was younger, when I was younger and gay, like 15 to 20, um, because you you could only be gay between the ages of 15 and 20. Apparently, I was really I, I was really angry about weddings. And I think it was just because that I didn't even have the option to get married, which, which was like the whole political aspect of like, I'm, you know, I'm not a real right, person no. because I didn't have the ability to like actually marry, you know, someone that I loved. But I think it was a combination of that and my undiagnosed anxiety, like social anxiety, where I like I hated being around people and there's lots of people around at weddings. And then also like I'm at this event that I imagined myself I could never have. So it's like it was I was kind of fuming for a couple of years when I was ever out at weddings and I was always dragged to them. It was like family friends or whatever. I never really had a good time. Also, I was below drinking age. And like, if you go to a wedding, you drink like that's how you deal with it. Right. Open I've bar. never been to a wedding where there's been alcohol. What? Girl, I'm from Arkansas. Well, no, I'm not going to say it's because I'm from Arkansas, but because there are plenty of weddings in Arkansas that I'm sure have alcohol. But yeah. Like family it's weddings, like, it's, it's just like a bathtub full of moonshine. That's the that's the alcohol. No, of the Arkansas well, you would you would hope, but no, <laughs> they've all been dry weddings. Grew up in a dry county. It sounds like, so awful. It was the devil's drink. The you devil's, know, the it devil's just lettuce. wasn't. 
But what was interesting was at weddings and like church events and stuff, nobody drank. But then they did on the weekends and stuff. And so it was this whole, why don't we put this, why don't we connect the dots here and have some fun at this other shit we have to go to? How dare you you have fun at a wedding? Like family events, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, no drinking, Mm -hmm. no alcohol to be found. (sighs) Well, I I mean, mean, I don't, I don't like drinking now anyway. I don't, it makes me feel like sick now. But if I were going to family situations, I would probably very much appreciate a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. Or a flask that you can hide. You can break out when someone says something racist. You know, one of my cousins like one of my cousins like pulled out a joint one time (laughs) at a was like, hey, come out to my Jeep. I've got something. They would have a Jeep, wouldn't they? This could go one of three ways in Arkansas. But it was either gonna hate crime you or they're gonna show you a a dead deer or they're gonna (laughs) I don't even want to think about it, but I, I didn't, I did not partake of the Mary Jane. You didn't, you didn't part. You're, you're a woman of the Lord, aren't you? Um, I just didn't want to walk back in and smelling and everyone be like, <laughs> smell like the reefer. Do still call I don't it know. That? I was, uh, I should have honestly would have been a better experience. You should have just hopped in that Jeep and drove into the sunset, never to be seen again. You know, that could have been shoulda. you. Anyway, yeah, so I have a wedding that I'm going to that I'm partaking in. I can't wait to go have a socially distanced, one socially distanced gin and tonic because that's all it takes for me. Because when you do, I mean, I drink alcohol very, very rarely. It's usually around my family because I'm boring. Um, And it's maybe like five or six times a year I probably have a drink. So my alcohol tolerance is super low. And when you're on an anti-anxiety, antidepressant, um, it drops your tolerance even more. So, like, you give me one drink and I'm good for, like, hours. So I'm a cheap drunk. So that'll be nice. I'll be able to get a little loose, a little frisky, you know? I might make out with a dog. God. Who knows? She's going to fucking regret asking you to do anything. Absolutely. All the, all the photos are going to be blurry. They're going to be, like, pictures They're going to be of, selfies. Of, they're, yeah, they're going to be selfies gonna be. of me and, like, random people with my eyes half shut. It's going to be great. Anyway, I can't wait to get disowned after this wedding. I'll keep you guys posted. But, um, yeah, I think I'm ready. I just hope that everyone is socially distancing along with me. That's my o- really o- only concern is, like, there's going to be people around there that I don't really know. And I hope that they are, you know, they believe in science and social distancing and masks. But who knows? You know, a wedding in Montana, it could be anyone. So hopefully I'll live well, to tell the tale. I hope it goes well. I really do. That sounds not fun. <laughs> I'll make it through. Honestly. I'll have a drink. It'll be okay. You know, I have responsibility, um, so I feel important. That's really, you know, the only reason why I'm going. Here's something you could take with you. To the wedding? This article to the wedding. Well, you can pretend. So, okay, I'm just imagining you're taking all the wedding photos with your phone. Anyway, yeah, I'm taking so, it with my Motorola Flip, my my uh, my Motorola Razor, the like oh, point not even megapixel the, camera, not even the refurbished, not like the new one, the reboot, no, 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 the one from like 2003. One from yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Well, here's another phone you can have. Um, this is called the Pine Phone. Is it made out uh, of wood? Developed by Pine Sixty Four. I just keep thinking of Pine Saw. I was just no, it's say, not made is, out of wood. Is this made by the people at Pine Saw? You know what? Do you know how fast I would snatch up like a Pine Sol fucking branded phone? 
I mean, probably. I remember, is Pine Sol not as, like, popular as it used to be? Because my mom used to buy Pine Sol. Like, Pine Sol was the thing you bought to wash your floors and shit. What else do you use it for? Is it just, like, an all-purpose cleaner? My mom always used it on the it's floors. It's for... I think it's for like, well, the one that I've always seen, I'm sure there's many different kinds, is for wood. Mm-hmm. Like it's a wood cleaner. So wood furniture, tabletops, I'm sure it says like you can put on other things, but that's what I associate it with. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'll dust the wood. <laughs> Do you know? Dust? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, no. So so sorry to completely derail this. That's I mean, fine. That's I, what this is. I'm not apologizing. That's what this podcast is. Just completely <laughs> derailing every conversation that we have. No, for some reason, I feel like my mom was like certified Pine Sol woman. And then over the past couple what of years. What the fuck does that mean? Oh, she like just only used, used Pine Sol. Like, like she didn't oh. use any other thing to clean the wood. Like she used Pine Sol. Our house I thought like she Pine like. Sol. Got a license? Yeah, she's a license. When you said official Pine Sol, I imagined a licensing program. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, she had to to take a test. Shoot, sign me up. She's like a a sommelier, only instead of drinking wine, she drinks Pine Sol, and she can tell you where what region the Pine Sol's from. I hate that word. Mm Mm-hmm, me too. (laughs) Sommelier. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I can feel it. Like, I already kind of feel like I'm going to throw up 24-7. But that saying that word, it like invokes a ghoul in your throat. <laughs> anyway, what and I'm it get- just like pushes me to the bathroom floor, honey. And on that bathroom floor, if you sniff it, what does it smell like? Pine saw. I hope not. I mean, anyway, pine phone. Oh, oh the yeah. pine phone is a phone. Now, what had happened with this phone <laughs> is it- <laughs> trucking along. It has hardware kill switches in the back of it. So what that means is it's toted for like privacy. There are six different physical switches. You open up the back case of the phone. You can disconnect modem, Wi-Fi, microphone, rear camera, front camera, and headphone jack. Ooh. Physically disconnect them on the circuit board. So it's touted as like this, you know, take your privacy, take control Mm -hmm. of your privacy, you know, um, there was a previous phone, or it might still be made, I don't know, but it was called the Librem 5, and it had physical switches for GPS, accelerometer, flash compass, and ambient light proximity sensors. Interesting. Um, but then it had like, I think it had a software lockdown mode that mm-hmm. shut off everything. Um, so it's, it's, you know, there are instances where, like our phones don't always do what they're told. If you turn off your Wi-Fi, it doesn't mean your phone isn't necessarily communicating with other Wi-Fi uh, hotspots. Right. It might you know. still be searching here and there. It might still be, you know, pinging right. things and yeah. And there are tons of like software functions that can like trigger your Bluetooth or your GPS mm-hmm. or your modem. And so this is supposed to kind of counter that in the sense of like, it's not connected anymore. The Wi-Fi right. antenna is not connected to a battery. It will not work. Or, you know? or you think of like a software backdoor on your phone from like a government agency or, you know, a virus or whatever that can that you turn off your Wi-Fi and it and it it, it isn't actually off. It just tells you that it's off, you know, right. like, like governments right. like do this a lot, too. Like if you, you know, it, with phones, you can if, if you turn something off, you don't necessarily know if it's off like there there could be some sneaky shit going on in the background. But if you have a 
an actual hardware switch to physically do a hardware disconnect, then you know for certain that shit is not transmitting. It's done. It's not getting any, pow- any power. It's like, it's good for privacy. Yeah, this is interesting. So, yeah, I mean, I... I don't know. I'm really into this kind of stuff because I don't I don't trust any electronic I use. Not that I'm doing anything on them other than like scrolling through Instagram. And I don't even get on that. If I haven't been on the Internet much in like three weeks, Mm -hmm. like just not checking it just because it's tied in with, you know, the more you read the news and stuff, sometimes you you, anxiety, right? you know. It's it, there's a so fine it's line between contributed to a lot of things, right? Yeah, with mental health and uh, social media, and mental health and just like internet culture in general, a lot of the times things can get completely overwhelming, and so it's this fine line between being willfully ignorant and like completely not doing anything versus information overload, and it completely encompasses your entire life, and it like completely overloads all sensors in your brain, and you go into a fucking spiral. Because girl, been there. Yeah. I, yes. Thank you. Yes. yes. <laughs> I tell myself I was, I'd probably either cry or scream in this podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to do it right now at this exact moment, though. It's fine. Honey, just open the window and scream out there. I scream can't even at the open neighbor. The windows. They don't open. Would there's you live like, in a prison? You know, so there's a floor to ceiling window that doesn't open. There's mm. only like one window in this place. Um, It's floor to ceiling, which is totally nice because we're up on the fourth floor. Mm-hmm. But there's a, do you know about these doors that open to no balcony? Have you heard of these? I saw one the other day. I saw a door that was on the second floor of some house. And it was just like a door that, le- that like led to nowhere. I was on my, I was on my drive to go camping and it was like a house on the side of the road. And the second story door, like there was no balcony. I was like, did you okay. guys like forget to now, make a deck up there? Hello? That sounds like an error. Oh, okay. If that's just on a house, that sounds <laughs> yeah, like a it was personal on a house. I did not construction understand it. issue. No, on a lot of apartment buildings, they will have a door that opens. There's no balcony, but there's a guardrail. Like there's a few bars in front of the door. So like your dog can't fall out, which Piggy can go through those bars. We don't open it, period. Um, yeah, Piggy yeah, wants just, to escape from this it mortal is coil. Just a floating door with Why? a few bars in front of it. I don't. So you can open it and have the illusion of like opening a window, getting fresh air. Why I don't just know. put a window there? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, Someone write in, explain this to me, because I think I don't know. I don't I don't like it. I don't remember why I was telling you about this door. I don't know. Anyway, it's there. <laughs> what were you telling me about windows? <laughs> I don't know why we're like talking this. about windows. Oh, God. My my train of thought is just like every thought leads back to like, I don't know. Anyway, anxiety, anxiety. Yes. So, are, uh, so about this phone. I think, yes, about this phone. I think it would be interesting to. I don't know. Like, I just want to turn off. I just want to turn off the inner, like my, my access to the internet. My access, like, if you're, I don't know. But then you could always. It'd be so tempting just to, you know, take off the back case and turn it back on. So it's not really for obviously just like restricting yourself from these things. It's from restricting others have access to your phone via these things. Right. But more privacy I was trying to, right, I was trying to take it into, I don't know. Restrict they do make yourself. Those Restrict yourself <laughs> for your mental health. Mm-hmm. But they do make those, um, oh my God, they have those commercials for like the, the Wi-Fi hubs where they're like, all right, it's dinner time. And they like 
push this big red button on their phone and it shuts off it everyone's shuts the Wi-Fi. Internet. It, sh- it shuts the the hose for the internet off for the whole just family. Like, yeah, just like shuts it down. And I'm just like, where's my big red button? <laughs> where's my you big know? red button to shut where's the whole internet button? down? Where is it? Um, well, um, you talked about before the fact that on Android phones and I think on iOS now there's like screen time um, usage trackers right. and, and digital like digital well-being, well-being is, is the feature yeah. on Android where you can limit the amount of time that you're in an app before you're not allowed to open it for the rest of the day. It's like it's these ways of like of of self-monitoring how much usage you're you're using in specific applications and limiting, you know, your exposure to those things. I feel like the Internet, I'm talking about it like it's like fucking radioactive, like you can only spend a certain amount of time before you get like radiation poisoning with like Twitter or something or like fucking Facebook. I don't know. You definitely get poisoned. Um, anyways. It's not radiation poisoning, but I feel like... <laughs> it's poisoning you know. your brain, sweetie. Um, so have you... Are you still, like, using those to your advantage? Or have you... Is, is that not really working near as much as it was before? I just haven't even... I don't think I have those installed since I got the Pixel 4a. Oh, okay. Um, so you're you're off the deep end. You're everywhere. <laughs> I'm everywhere I don't want to be. <laughs> no, I am... I've just I've just been taking a break. I don't I just haven't seen mm-hmm. most of anything. Cute. Um the stuff I've searched for is mostly for this podcast. So I've looked at well I don't know, I've got this article about Google. It's cute. You wanna hear it? Well, first I was gonna <laughs> add first before you before you get into that, <laughs> how much is this phone? We're still on the phone. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm not fucking it's know. Not my what job. Sam, Google it. Jesus Christ. Fucking internet. The one, the, 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 so no, they... it's um. I googled it. <laughs> oh, oh it thank is, you. It uh, is. First of all, it's out of stock. So, well, I, it's probably because all the drug dealers have bought it. Because this is like exclusively <laughs> for yeah. people. This is like <gasps> the the thing to use if you're like on the dark web, like trying to sell narcotics through oh, the God, USPS or whatever. Like this is what you use. You know. Um. So it's was a hundred. There's one that was one ninety nine ninety nine two hundred, okay. and then what was one forty nine ninety nine. Those are cheap ass phones. They run on Linux. Okay, so perfect for drug dealers. Okay, we're. Is, I don't know. It looks like Android to me. I don't know. Isn't Android Linux? Yeah, it is. It has its Unix code base. Okay. Um. Well, you know. Are you gonna buy one? Are you gonna buy one and then move no. into the move into the forest? No, no. This wouldn't help me at all. <laughs> like, well, I mean, it on. I think it's an interesting idea and an interesting concept mm-hmm. for people like, I don't know, Edward Snowden. Right, exactly. But, like people who are like whistleblowers or, you know, people that are, you know, uh, enemies of a government, like not necessarily good things, but like like this is good for evading law enforcement. This is yeah. This is it's interesting. It's it's a good way right. to not get tracked by people in general. Um. So I don't have any reason for it, but I think you know that's a problem too. There are so many people who are like, oh, I don't care if people see what I look up online because it's whatever. They're gonna see this funny old meme, blah, blah, blah. but it's still a problem because they're because when you don't care, you relinquish your like, right to privacy. Right. You you're saying. I don't want this right to mm-hmm. privacy, you yeah. know? And, and you I should have a basic and... right to privacy. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Speaking of my hole getting cleaned, the show is sponsored by Fucking Good Soap for dirty mouths and clean bodies. Use the promo code SHOW10 at checkout for 10% off your entire order at fuckinggoodsoap.com. So it looks like that there's also body wash, lip balm, and body butter that will be coming back in the fall. So you should go to fuckinggoodsoap.com and check this good shit out. Yes, my personal favorite is uh, the spearmint and peppermint. I do enjoy smelling it while, you know, those are my calming smells. So while I'm lying on the bathroom floor, I like to give them a good sniff. And then the oatmeal, the unscented oatmeal, because I've got sensitive skin. I like a little unscented. Oatmeal's really calming. Love that one as well. So you should check it out. Go to fuckinggoodsoap.com. Use the promo code SHOW10 at checkout for 10% off all of these lovely, lovely items. And we thank Patrick very much for supporting this episode. I know I've talked about this before, but... And and we've talked about the fact that, like, you don't think that you've ever been anywhere without cell service, right? Like, you've you've never really, like, gone somewhere where, like, you weren't in no, service. Not for an extended period of time. Maybe right. like, you know, 10 minutes driving through a dead zone or, you know, stuff right. like that. But no like retreat that's like a week long or three days long even. Yeah. So like with with this situation where this past weekend I was visiting my parents up in the middle of nowhere, like there was cell service maybe in the town that was like 10 minutes away. But where we were camping, there was no service. And we were just hanging out like I didn't have service for like two days. And then we went into town because my dad had to do something for work. And then I like went into town with him and like checked my emails and checked Twitter and make sure every, everyone wasn't dead. But the the fact of like the, the concept of being away from like physically being away from the Internet and you don't even have the option for like an extended period of time, 24, 48, 72 hours. Um like, I have uh, other electronic devices with me, and I have, like, my parents, and, like, we do stuff that isn't n- internet-related. But just, I feel like being away from the internet and not even, like, have that temptation, not even, like, being able to tap into that temptation is really good for my mental health. Because it just kind of, like, brings me back to Earth because I spend so much of my time online. My job is online. I'm sitting at my desk with work and doing music stuff like I have my phone on me at all times like I'm always in Twitter like my I live on the internet and so having opportunities like that where I can physically disconnect um I I totally come back really re-energized and refreshed so I feel like that if you have an opportunity down the line where someone is like hey do you want to go on this retreat to the middle of nowhere maybe you should give it a shot because wait I, a second, if you're if a stranger asks me to just go to the middle of nowhere on a retreat. <laughs> hey, do you, wanna, you, you want to hop to in take the back that of opportunity? my I'm saying that if someone tells you to jump in the back of their van and you don't know them, <laughs> I think you should just trust your gut and go with it. You know, who knows? Especially if they have candy. Maybe they have candy. Who knows? Anyway. You know what? Sounds great. From from Sign a personal experience, if you ever want to fly to Montana and go to a cabin in the woods with me, well, I mean, you'd have to deal with me. You wouldn't be able to escape. So I don't know if you'd be down with that. But you would be away from the Internet for a while. I feel like it could potentially do some good for your brain, your little old brain. Wow. Yes, I, and I totally agree, too, though. <laughs> I was saying wow to the concept of being, you know, Alone with wilderness me. with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... I 
you're definitely on to something, you know, in the sense of like, I don't know, even if you're not particularly even looking at social media, mm-hmm. there are things like, like the things weighing on my mind all have to do with, oh my God, like I've got an upcoming doctor's appointment that I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it, right. but it's something that I've needed to do for a long fucking time. And so all I do is look up what it could be, right. look up what it might be. Exactly. And you're, you're how you're, long you're, have you're, I got? You're flushing, you know, you're, you're spiraling yourself even more. You're your own worst enemy. It's that. And then it's like, oh, my God, dealing with something like that in America when like, I, I think I'm going to have to ha- change my health insurance like three times in the next four months. Do you know Jesus. what I mean? Yeah. And like, you're just you're just stressful. like, I don't know how I can physically, emotionally, mentally deal with the things that are presented to me. Mm-hmm. Do you know? And you're just like. A lot of it stems from the internet, too. Just, I don't know. You're just Just, overloaded. If if it took away my ability to do something, even the stuff that might even be proactive, (laughs) but is Mm -hmm. actually not proactive, you know, it might be really good. Yeah. It just just sounds like it's completely overwhelming. It's just consuming. It's just an all-consuming thing. Honey, she needs a retreat. Put put she, Joe on a boat. She needs. And, and they can't set even him, give me any more meds. I'm set at the up a sale. Dosage. Oh my god. If anyone has any anyway. extra Zannies, hit Joe up. Yeah. Well, no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but also no, that's illegal. No, I won't take them. Um, <laughs> anyway, what were we going to say about Google? Didn't you have an article about them? So, when was the last time you went to a museum? Um, Long ass time, probably, right? When when we met up in Seattle, did we go to a museum? Um, I don't know. That sounds boring about, enough that, that we would do it. it. Oh, no, we went to this fucking sci-fi museum. Oh, I've got a right. picture with the alien. That's yeah. right. Yes, yes, that yes. That was yes. a cool ass museum. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I think we went to that museum, but like I've gone to it to so many times with so many different people that I'm like, did I go with Joe? And that was so long ago, too. So I'm like, was, was it that the last museum? Um, I don't think so. No, but I was just like, I I wonder if we ever went to a museum together. And I think that was, yeah, we definitely went to that one. That was a cool museum. I think it was like, I think it's the pop museum, or at least that's what it used to be called in Seattle. It was a good time. Mm, And we had, we went to this like coffee place afterward. I've got a selfie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was in, I was going through a contact lens phase. uh, Um, I mean, that was, that was a phase. That was a phase. It was a phase. There's a lot of pictures of it. But (laughs) anyway. Anyway, what is this about? So, you know, the uh, Google Arts and Culture app, I talked about it a little bit ago. They had some other thing. Oh, but, yeah. But, you know, yeah, they yeah. roll out like creative things every once in a while. And right now you can view um, prehistoric creatures and historical artifacts in augmented reality. Ooh. So, um, you know, it's a thing where you select which artifact you want to see. You can do like a it says it's a 25.2 meter long blue whale skeleton mm-hmm. um, suspended. So I think that one's from the London's National History Museum. So obviously you might, will need a big space to see that one. But it's a situation where like you get out your smartphone, you point it like at the floor and at the walls, and then it puts the object in your space. It's like, oh, right. that's the floor. I'm going to put it there. And you can hold your phone up, walk around it, gives you info about it. You can see um, command module from Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong's lunar spacesuit. Um, I looked at this like crustacean called a Camprobachycope. Honey, that sounds like you. Right, obviously. Yeah. But it's just this little crustacean. It was on my floor and I was like, I'm going to learn something today. Because obviously, 
Museums aren't ex- super accessible, if accessible at all, during this pandemic. And mm-hmm. even outside it, they're not accessible to everyone right. anyway, based on like location, um, money. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of the one thing I do like about DC is a lot of the national museums, if not all of them, maybe are free. You can oh, go really? in whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but obviously not going there currently because pandemic. I don't want to. I don't even know if they're open. Right. I don't know either. Um, so this is a chance to like kind of reset, learn something. I almost think it's better in some ways because when when we go to a museum, I feel like there is this a lot of times we're traveling. We're only there for like a day or two. It's our only day in that museum. Mm-hmm. And so we try to rush through every fucking exhibit. We don't right, you read cram. anything. Yeah, you peek at it and you're like, if this is not interesting, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to, you know, what it says about it could be interesting, but I don't have time for it. Right. So I feel like this is even better in some ways because you spend a little more time with each object. Right. Looking at it. you have an unlimited amount of time because it's in your house. You can always right. come back to it. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's enjoyable. It's a little bit calming. Um, might lower your heart rate five to six BPS. Hey, there you go. Hey, take what you can get. Lower your, br- your blood um, pressure. Have some, have lower some your blood animal pressure, skulls in your house. Honey, cure, you know, I don't know, something, <laughs> whatever is happening to you, well, it'll brighten your world. Honey, bright, brighten your day. I understand. I, I totally get that because I have this, this chronic thing. I love museums. It doesn't really matter what kind of museum. Like I like pop culture museums. I love a good art museum, but I think I have a soft spot for like, um, museums of natural history, like museums that have fossils and like uh, dinosaur skeletons and shit like that. I, I like that sort of shit. Probably because that I there's a bunch of those museums here in Montana because there were a lot of dinosaur bones that were discovered in the state. And so we have a lot of those types of museums. Ooh. Anyway, I, I have this chronic thing where anytime I go to a museum, I always enjoy it. But it's that thing that you talked about where I'm only there for a specific amount of time. I'm walking around everywhere. And I just kind of get mentally fatigued because I'm like taking all this yeah. information in. And I um, am kind of rushing. And I'm always so wiped out after I'm at a museum. I'm like done for the day. Like I'm just like. I, I agree. And I, it's, every, like it's every time. Exhausting. Yeah. But I, I love it because I love museums because they're quiet. They're calming. I'm learning about new things. I love exhibits. I like the, you know, audiovisual elements. Like, I definitely love me a museum. But it wipes me out every time. And so I feel like that this would be, it would be nice to, like, have a little mini museum in your home that you can bring up on your phone. Um, and you don't have to rush. You can just go through it your, at your leisure. You can do, you know, any time. Just bring it out. Um, so my, my question is, is this Google Goggle or Google? What's what's the thing? The the This is the Google Arts and Culture app. OK, because like I know like you can you can have the augmented reality on your phone. You can be looking at it or whatever. But can you put this like in VR? Is there like a VR aspect to this that I could get into? Or is it just is um, it non-VR? I'm not sure. I don't. It just says augmented reality. Okay. It doesn't say virtual reality. So I don't think. I don't think, but I don't know mm-hmm. if you can, um, you know, put on your Google Cardboard or whatever. That's what it's and, called, yeah. Yeah, and look around. It's interesting um, because augmented reality is becoming more and more of a thing. And I just, I don't trust it yet. 
And what I mean by that is like Ikea, for example, Ikea and other like home goods stores, other product stores somehow sometimes have this this gimmick, this augmented reality gimmick where like you can see the end table in your home and you can oh. see where it fits or whatever. But in my Amazon mind, does that. Does Amazon do that too? Yeah, a lot of retail places are doing this with like the augmented reality. I've never really tried it before because I don't trust the measurements. Like how do like uh, how accurate is this? Like is this I don't know. I, I agree. I don't trust spooky. it. Spooky. It's spooky. And spooky, I don't understand honey. how they're Flip getting the, the measurements. Kill switch. And I feel like it's not Turn accurate. Turn off your camera. And I'm it's dark-sided. It's witchcraft. I don't like it. There you go. Get it out of my house. I don't I don't want it. But um well, you can also just look at the on the Google Arts and Culture thing. You don't have to do augmented reality as well. You can do um just 3D models of them. Right. But also like the the difference between that and this is like, I'm not buying, you know, a giant. Uh, The Mona Lisa. I'm not buying the Mona Lisa. You're not on the market. You don't think it's trying to see where it fits on my wall to get accurate measurements. Like that's the difference between this. Sam hates fine art. I hate fine art. I hate I hate art and I hate things that are fine. Fine hair. Hate art. Hate it. Hate culture. Hate Hate animals. Hate culture. Hate fossils. Hate Joe. I hate Piggy and I hate Justin. That's how I know you're lying. Mm-hmm. Whenever anyone says I hate Piggy, I'm like, you're they're a fucking liar. liar. They're, they're, you get out of here. You devil liar. worshippers, and they're liars. <laughs> anyway, uh, I should I should install this because this is totally up my alley. I love this sort cool. of shit. It's a it's a fun app to like. Like I always have it on my phone, even mm-hmm. when like because it feels like something new to comes to it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. They had the uh, like take a selfie and then like make it make it in the style of the Mona Lisa or make it in the style of. The scream. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, stuff like that. that it, it, it uses AI to, you know, do the art. Do the selfie. art. Do the art. Anyway. Um, oh, no, oh. It's, it's a fun free app. Um, that's probably sucking your data. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably harvesting shit from you. If only you had a hardware disconnect in the back. Honey, flip the kill switch. Honey, I wish I had a kill switch in my back. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I wish the same thing <laughs> for me, not for you. <laughs> I mean, for both of us, that'd be great. Honey, I do have the hardware's kill switch in my back. It's called my prostate. Oh, my God. That's the kill switch? Yeah. It kills my mood every time it's touched. If I if I came over to your place as a hookup and you were saying <laughs> to flip your kill switch while being fingered, I'd be out of there. Hey, so hey boy, fast. you want to flip my kill switch, daddy? Get, I would just be mm. out. Oh, uh, mm. You know what? No judgment. Whatever. <laughs> whatever know. flips your switch. Whatever whatever flips your kill switch. Um. So, okay, quick question before we get into cheese of the week and then favorite things. Is your favorite thing this week related to your Pixel 4a? No. Okay. Because I wanted to ask, since it was your favorite thing a couple of weeks ago, but that's before you got it. I wanted your review. How is the phone? I fucking love it. Which, okay. granted... My Pixel 3, we all know, was busted. It had been dropped. She was shattered. She was busted. The she was a hand-me-down from cracked. Justin. Handed down from Justin. He had, you know, not handled it as gently. I've made him put screen protectors on his Pixel She put 4. her through the ringer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it wasn't, you know, I didn't have waterproof. I, the um, USB-C slot didn't even really work. Oof. You know, it had to be wireless charged. It was on so, its last leg. A lot of the things that make the Pixel 4 a a budget phone 
I already was dealing with. So right. it's not a leap for me. You already also, didn't have water resistance. Right. I didn't have water resistance. Um, my camera was cracked. You know, it's the, the back, the whole back was cracked. So it didn't matter if it was glass or plastic or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been amazing. The f- camera's amazing. I've got 128 gigabytes of storage now. I think I only had 64 mm-hmm. on my three. Um, no, it's great. I actually kind of prefer it being made out of plastic. You like the I feel just better? Feels, I like the feel better. Even though I have a case on it, I just, it's lighter. You know, it doesn't feel like I'm holding a piece of a glass brick. Right. Um, and I can deal with, you know, there's a resolution downgrade. It's a 1080p screen. The battery life, though. I don't know if my, if my three just had really bad battery life, but I can get through the entire day watching Netflix shows on it. Using it all the time, and it's still like above 50% at night. Damn, girl. I feel like it definitely has to do with the screen resolution because you don't understand how many more, how much power it takes to like to push like a 1440p display versus like a 1080p display. Like for sure. Like it has so much stuff that is lacking, but that is saving it power, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, that's so nice. I'm glad. I'm glad it's working out for you. For for the price of what it is, it's a three hundred and fifty dollar phone. Like it feels like I got a brand new, like awesome, cool phone. That like, sounds like a lot of bang phone. for your buck. Yeah, yeah. All the reviews have been good as well, or the ones that I've seen. So I'm I'm very pleased with it. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm curious what your review is because my my roommate who has a Pixel Two. Um, I, did I explain this? She has a Pixel 2. Something's wrong with the, the screen. And when it starts heating up, the screen dies. So she has to use it with an ice pack on the back. Did I tell oh, you about this? <laughs> oh, I feel like you did. What a I've mess. I've forgotten. Anyway, oh, yeah, so girl. she got her foray yesterday, um, but she's been too busy to like transfer. So I think I'm going to help her transfer everything tonight. So I'm, I'm curious what she thinks of it, but she's pretty excited for it. But I'm glad you're liking yours. That's a good, that's a good sign. Yeah. I if for her it would definitely be an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, a girl, you don't need to have an ice yeah. pack with it, sweaty. You, yeah, yeah, it would be a definite upgrade. And she is very so. excited for the headphone jack to come back. So, oh my god, I just, I am just not on board with wireless headphones yet. Just because right. I, I just, I haven't felt the need to like replace my earbuds, mm-hmm. you know. So I've just, I've been loving that aspect of it. I. They're my my best headphones are the ones I used to podcast with you on, which I get to use again. Right. You know, look at her. So it's been a it's been a, a downgrade upgrade, a downgrade. Upgrade. Well, good. I'm I'm very glad. Um. So so I wanted to ask you about that. And now it's cheese of the week. It's cheese of the week. We actually got some pretty decent cheese this week. I have some pre- pretty decent cheese this week, <gasps> too. What? You can yes. go first. So anyway. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So it's, it's less of like a pretty good cheese, but more of like a side-by-side comparison of Emmentaler versus Gruyere. Now, what, what's your experiences with both of these cheeses? Um, I don't think I've ever had the first one. What's it called? Emmentaler. Um, Uh, emulsion blender. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Never had that. Um, I've had Gruyere, and I don't think I'm very impressed with Gruyere. I don't love Gruyere. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the sharpness that I like. Right. From what I remember, it's kind of like cheddar, isn't it? But like well, softer it's, or milder? Yeah, it's it's. Or am mild, I completely off? It's mild, nutty, um, very okay. slightly um, funky, but not funky in any 
big sense, just kind of fucking in a cheese way. Um, I wouldn't and, pass it over, you know, I appreciate it. A good cheese is a good cheese, you know, yeah, no matter, no matter yeah. where it's been. So anyway, they're both Swiss cheeses. Gruyere is is probably the more famous one. Gruyere is used a lot. It's a good melting cheese. It's used a lot in fondue. It's used a lot in um, just kind of like melting into a cheese sauce, etc. I think it, it has a, a good like fat to water ratio. Like I described before, it's uh, kind of slightly sweet, slightly nutty. It goes good with like, I mean, I feel like any cheese goes good with like fruit. It goes good with apples. Um, I love a good Gruyere with cheese and crackers. I've made a um, a cheese sauce with it to like uh, put on like toast with uh, like like ham or something. It's good. Um, but I was at the store the other day and I haven't had Emmentaler in a long time. And Emmentaler and Gruyere are both Swiss cheeses. But Emmentaler was a little bit cheaper. And I guess what Emmentaler is to Swiss people is what generic Swiss cheese is to America. So it's like, it's the cheese with the holes in it. You know, it, it okay. tastes like Swiss cheese. And so I, uh, apparently they're very similar. And Emmentaler was a couple dollars less. And so I was like, oh, like, let me, let me um, give her a try. Let me take her for a ride. And so I got some Emmentaler and it is like not nearly as flavorful or as good as Gruyere. Um, like those $2 apparently make a really big difference. It's like really, really mild and not nearly as nutty. And not nearly as, like, rich. I feel like Gruyere probably has a little more fat in it, which makes it, like, more tasty. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I ate it. It was it was good. But I was like, ah, oh, I should have brought the Gruyere. So, if you're weighing the difference between Emmentaler or Gruyere, and there's only a couple dollars difference, I feel like you should go with the Gruyere because I feel like it's more flavorful. It has a little more fat in it. And I, it, it yeah, I feel like it's, it's more creamy. It's I feel like it's just an overall more rich product and you deserve it you know so i'm hashtag wow. career here um, okay but anyway so that's, that's what color are they are they like yellow cheeses white cheeses yeah they're, they're kind of like a cream colored they're like a cream colored um soft cheese semi-soft cheese so you can grate okay. it and you can slice it but it's it's one of those cheeses where it's soft and so it doesn't have those amino acid crystals like they aren't aged for a, a, a very serious amount of time so they're less dry than like a really like fine aged cheddar like a two-year five-year fucking reserved cheddar so they have there, it, it's oh, less, Black Diamond, honey. Honey, that Black just Diamond. Just say your name. Sweetie, just, just speak her into existence, sweetie. sweetie she just will say come. your name. Um, Black Diamond, five-year <laughs> reserve, vintage so it's, it's specialty. Not, it's nowhere near cheddar on the sharpness aspect. It's definitely a creamier, more subtle um, melting cheese. Um, it's so, yeah, different. They're different sides of the cheese spectrum, but they all have their different their different uses. So anyway, if you're if you're looking for a Swiss cheese and you're going between Emmentaler and Gruyere, I recommend Gruyere, even though it's a little more expensive. I feel like the the flavor is worth it. There you go. There's my cheese of the week. It's cheese of the week. What about you? Gruyere. Oh, I don't know. We decided to have cheese for dinner one day this week, so pop wait, down to the grocery store. Wait, wait okay, <laughs> back up. I don't know. I'm depressed. Just cheese for dinner. Me? You are depressed, aren't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Joe's been, it's been a yes! cry. The cheese of the I'm week. screaming for help. I'm crying cry for help on the internet. For help. Oh my for God. For years. We finally cracked the code, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I am so sorry. Anyway, um, 
We had cheese and we bought some like slightly above Ritz crackers to eat. Oh, wow. Some like hummus. I mean, it was a very like, I don't want to cook, but I don't want to eat like something really bad, Mm -hmm. you know. So that's what we got. And so we popped down to the grocery store. We got a a smoked Gouda. Ooh. It was fine. It was whatever. And then we got a goat cheese. You know, the ones that come in the little packs that are like, mm-hmm. this one's urban olive. This yeah, one's yeah, yeah. fig and honey. And so we What'd got like the me? fig and honey. Honey. Oh, <laughs> honey. <laughs> honey. Uh, Haven't been called a fig we, in a long time. We got that one. And th- I love those. Like, I don't, I think those are like, like they're good. The goat cheese, you know? Yeah, I love a fresh goat cheese. They're, I just don't, I don't know how fancy or how, how unprocessed those are, but they're, I love them. They're mm-hmm. good on a cracker. They're tart, so, they're fresh, they're creamy. They're, yeah, they're good. They really are tart. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know if, I keep buying Gouda and I just don't know if I like it, Sam. See, I don't, I'm not a big Gouda fan either. I would just rather have smoked cheddar than smoked Gouda. Gouda mm-hmm. just feels like it feels like someone's going to hit me with the Gouda. It feels like rubber and it mm-hmm. feels like you could model some sort of, I don't know, fake arm out of it and slap me with it. You could say it's not as good as you thought it was going to be. You could say that, but, you know, then you would have heard that joke a million and one times. Well, maybe you should stop buying Gouda, you piece of shit. <laughs> there it is. There it is, folks. <laughs> stop buying it. This is self-harm. I don't know what I was doing. Justin had to wait with Piggy outside the store and he sent me in alone. And you just don't send me into the store alone. Yeah, you don't send if you send Jordan if you send Joe to the, the cheese aisle alone, he's gonna panic. He's gonna panic buy a I cheese panicked. he doesn't want. I love smoked cheeses and it said smoked gouda. And I was like, maybe this one won't be rubber. Turns out it was Turns rubber. out I was wrong. Well anyway. I, I guess you're not. A I just feel fan. like you know when you're watching like CSI and there's a fake dead body? I just feel like it's made out of Gouda. I mean, can't c- confirm nor deny. Maybe that's it their just secret. Looks like Gouda. The pores, the sweatiness. Honey, if that ain't me. I think CSI Miami, everyone was made out of Gouda. Can someone confirm that's my this conspira- for us? <laughs> conspiracy theory of the day. I mean, it's better, it's less harmful than a lot of other conspiracy theories. So I'll give you that. You know, that's true. Anyway, it's cheese that's of the cheese week. Of the week. Gouda. I hate it. Gouda. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, at least we're, we're narrowing down all the cheeses you don't like. And the only cheese you do like is black cheddar. diamond reserve white cheddar. <laughs> I only like cheddar. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hope someone was just like passing by the door at that moment. Oh, there's that guy. No, they're what they're thinking to themselves is there's that old woman screaming again. That's screaming about cheddar again. And they're like, oh, that poor woman. Oh, shall we do favorite things? Let's get it over with. These are a few of our favorite things. Um, I'll go first because mine's kind of quick. Okay. Um, so my favorite thing this week is a mini series on Netflix. I think it came out at the end of 2019. So it's about a year old. Um, it's called Unbelievable. Um, and it is a true crime drama. It's a mini series. So it's only how many episodes? Is it? I think it's eight episodes. It's only one season. It's a one off sort of thing. Um, 
And the premise is it's a drama dramatization of the 2008 to 2011 Washington and Colorado serial rape cases. Um, It follows Marie, a teenager who was charged with lying about having been raped. And then the two detectives who followed a twisting path to arrive at the truth. And it's based off of a true story. Um, It was an article called An Unbelievable Story of Rape by T. Christian Miller and Ken Armstrong. And so it's kind of like like a like a law and order SVU sort of situation. But the two main detectives are women and they're played by, get this, Tony Collette and Merritt Weaver. Weaver? Weaver? Anyway, I love them both. And I was I was like, how did I not see this before? And so I watched it. It was a lot. There's like trigger warning, like rape, obviously, because the whole fucking thing is about it. Um, they catch him at the end. Obviously, because it's like a true story and people like followed this in 2015 or whatever. Um, but it was really good. And I, I don't know. I'm I'm one of those people that's I'm one of those gays that loves Tony Collette because she's amazing. But what I didn't realize is I've only seen Tony Collette in movies or shows where she plays an American character. So she had an American accent. She's Australian. I like watched an interview with her and she's like an Aussie. Like she has an Aussie accent. And I was like, damn, bitch. Your American accent's on point. So anyways, it's called Unbelievable. It's a miniseries on Netflix. It's kind of like a feminist uh, Law & Order SVU sort of thing. That's kind of how I can how I can describe it. It's really good. Um, and yeah, basically, I enjoyed it. All eight episodes. I think each episode is like 45 minutes long or something like that. I think it got nominated for a bunch of awards. I don't know if it won anything. I think it won a Peabody Award. And Critics' Choice, Best Supporting Actress in a Limited Series for Tony Collette, because obviously. Oh, she was in Knives Out. Yeah, she was in Knives Out, I think, right? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, according to her Wikipedia, and I saw it and saw her in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen Knives Out yet. It's one of those wow, movies that yeah. I need to watch. No, it's really good. Really good. Really good. Well, I'm going to be one of those people. Really um, good. Really good. You have to see it. Anyway, I love I Tony Collette. I don't know what accent that was. And I love Merritt Weaver. Weaver? Weaver? I don't know. She was in Marriage Story. Anyway. um, Let me click her Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. She's been in a bunch of I stuff. Don't know, I don't know a lot of people's names. Me either. I know faces, but I'm horrible with names. Um. Well, cool. Anyway, we'll have to give that a, unbelievable. A if you're interested in crew crime, tr- crew crime, true crime, and drama dramatizations or whatever, unbelievable. It's on Netflix. Eight episode, one off miniseries. Um. I thought it was really good, and Tony Collette's amazing in it. So there you go. That's my favorite thing. Cool. Good favorite thing. What about you, Joe? Oh, my favorite thing is something I've I hated, but now I've purchased and Uh-oh. I'm like trying to get these, used to girl. it. Okay, so obviously I haven't slept much. <laughs> really? <laughs> obviously. I get about three hours a night these days. And then my eyes shoot open. Mm-hmm. You know what? Last Bloodshot. night I was reading at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Power Rangers, the new movie reboot wiki. That I movie did. sounds like a ch- rip, and I need to see it. Like, Wait, it sounds which, bad. Which new movie? Didn't they like reboot Power Rangers like four hundred times? Uh, th- no, those were like continuation. Those were oh. like those series were like continuations. This is like a reboot of like the original Power Rangers. So, is uh, it a movie or a TV show? Movie. Elizabeth Banks was in it. She played Rita Repulsa, I think. 
Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. This. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought. I thought you were talking about another reboot from that. No. Movie. No. No. This was like two, 2017. Right. I right, right. 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 I think they canceled all sequels to it or whatever. I think they're actually planning a second reboot. But I think I read that on the Wikipedia page. I read a lot on Wikipedia these days. Mm. Um. So I have. And so obviously part of the reason is anxiety problems, but also the light. We, in our old place, we had these really good blinds that were like blacked everything out in the room. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I wasn't, we also had, I think, a Western exposure and a Northern exposure. So there was never like direct sunlight in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would wake up, I feel like when I was supposed to. So to help myself, maybe try to get to sleep, Justin always uses a sleep mask. He's always used a sleep mask as long as I've known him. I guess he's gay. I, he's a sleep mask gay. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I gotta get, I'm gonna try out a sleep mask. So I got a sleeping mask because we don't have the blackout blinds in this place and we can't change them because it's a rental. Gotcha. And we're only gonna be here for like three more months. There's kind of no point in hanging stuff up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've given it a go. It definitely helps, but it's also, it helps me sleep them a little bit but it's a little bit terrifying. So my favorite thing this week is sleeping masks, but they also scare me a little. Honey, maybe you, maybe you live for the thrill. I can't, you can't see when you wear them. It's almost like they're covering your eyes and that's the point. It's almost like they're supposed to do that, but it's like, I don't know. First of all, I don't like sleeping on my side with it. It's, I've got, I got like a $10 one on Amazon, mm-hmm. like the best one on Amazon. It's one Justin uses, tried his out. Um, probably made out of plastic. No, it's like this really nice, like cotton or some shit. It's oh well, like she's fancy. To, yeah, it's it. Well, it's not fancy, but it it works. You know, it okay. does the job, and it has like this thing that kind of is supposed to conform to your nose, so it doesn't move when you're side sleeping and stuff. Oh, which I found semi effective, not completely effective, but it it has scared me in a few ways. One, I don't like when I first put it on at night because I can't see it gears me to not see at night. Mm, Second mm-hmm. of all, I've woken up a couple times because it's woken me up, scaring me. What? Because there's something on my face. It's like oh, a fucking... You think it's a uh, spider? Well, it's like the thing's an alien. Mm-hmm. The face huggers. So, really good favorite thing so far. I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the edge of my seat. It's helped me sleep a little later. And honestly, that's priceless. I mean, have you tried taking a spoon and just popping your eyes out of the socket that you can't see ever again? <gasps> I wish I had a kill switch. I wish you could just <laughs> Honey, literally turn is, me off at night. Where is the kill switch? Like a like a fucking robot or something. Just turn it off at night. Let me chill. Let me just not even think. I don't want to think. I'm tired of thinking. And just let me let me be. So here's that's my... kind of what sleeping is. Sleeping is supposed to be like a reboot for your brain. Allegedly. Alleged, I don't know. Science isn't there yet. So I'm one of those people, I toss and turn constantly when I sleep. And so I've never thought about a sleep mask because I feel like I, it would not stay on my eyeballs. I feel like yeah, it would it'd be turned around at the back of my head by the time I wake up in the morning. I definitely move a lot in my sleep. Not like thrashing, like I'm sure you probably do. Honey, I thrash. I'm, thrash. Like a, I'm like a sea lion on shore trying to get back into the water. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not quite the level I'm at, but I do move a lot. I do toss and turn. Um, and it stays pretty well. Like you can adjust the tightness of it. There's some mm-hmm. that Velcro in the back, which I don't, I don't like those. Mm. Um, cause they feel clunky. 
So this is just like a little, a little strand. You can tighten it. It's elastic. It doesn't hurt or anything like the back of your ears. You don't really notice it. Um, and it's not, you know, I never really realized how much ambient light is everywhere all the time. Like we did right. a really good job of blocking it out in our old place and we just can't in this place. And mm. it's, um, I don't know. I feel like it's been contributing to my body's clock being messed up. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten it to try to help. And so I feel like it's. You hate it, but helping. it might be helping. I hate it, but it might be helping. And honestly, couldn't think of anything else this week. <laughs> Honey, at least it wasn't a rice cooker. Oh, how's your Instant Pot? It's still it's still alive. I haven't used it in a while, though, because I've been like, I've not been here a lot. I've been like traveling, going to right. places. I've had people in my life that have been in like trauma, people in the hospital. It's Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. But I've been I've been like traveling a lot more than I should during a pandemic. So I haven't been using it nearly as much. Um, but I, I need to. I, I kind of want to make rice tonight. So I'll I'll plug her back in and hopefully she doesn't she doesn't pop. She doesn't explode. So. Well, good luck. Take kicks. Yeah. I, I, I'll take a pick of the rice for you. For some take reason, picks. for some reason in my mind, I'm just imagining you like taking a pair of swim goggles and blackening them out with Sharpie and using that as a as a eye mask at night. And that's not what this I have is. to get. When I thought I could swim, Justin was going to teach me how to swim. I went one time with him to the pool, never went back. When I Trauma. thought when I was in that phase, um, I had to buy kids. eye swimmies. You know, I'm surprised. No one. My head circumference, listen, I measured it the other day. Not big. He's baby. That brain, constricted. And couldn't even train it either. Couldn't train this brain, honey. No, but I was like on like uh, hats for small heads. And so I had to measure my head for that, for the stores. Wow. Hats don't fucking fit me. All my hats are children's hats or youth hats. And even then they're big, too big sometimes. You know what it is? I've got a really small head, but a really big face. Anyway, good favorite things. <laughs> uh, let's just, can we have an episode where I just pick apart myself and I'm just like, you know Honey, what I realized about myself? every episode of this podcast, Sweaty. I've got a checklist. Let's tick it off. All these things I've things noticed Things I Hate myself. About Me by Joseph Birdsong. It's just like an encyclopedia. Big face, small head, Honey. wide shoulders. Small mouth, small teeth. No, t- I've got big old lips, which oh. I love. Honey. Give me those lips. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> this was a train okay. wreck brought to you by Joe and Sam. No, I, this helps me. Like, I know that if you've gotten this far, thank you for listening. <laughs> this is, you know, we don't always, we go through things that nobody sees. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can act okay and you're really not. <laughs> hmm and I'm, I'm trying really hard to act like I'm fine. And and I don't know where this is going. Other just than, fake it till you know. make it. Just, yes. I appreciate y'all listening if I don't seem well. <laughs> so thank Honey, you. Honey, we love you. This does help, though. Like, kind of getting to talk about and think about something else for an hour a week trying to focus on that, talking to a friend. You know what I mean? That's like what it this helps. is for. It's like to t- kind of take people out of things. You know, think about stupid shit for an hour to like take you out of the horribleness of, of modern day living. It definitely helps me a lot. So. Well, 
I appreciate it. Anyway. And I know a lot of our listeners feel the same way. It takes them out of, you know, things that they're dealing with also. And that's right. the point of this little podcast. So, <sighs> well, I do really appreciate y'all listening. I appreciate you so much, Sam. Thank you. Oh, um, don't be gay. Is that all we have for this week? Well, we've got a bonus episode. We have a boner. Patreon patrons. You can uh, be expecting that probably sometime this weekend, I'm mm-hmm. guessing. Yeah, that's what I'm um, Otherwise, we'll be back next week with a regular episode. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander P. Allison B. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Barat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Charlotte A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Daisha M. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Erica V. Feliciano D. James P. Javier. Johnny B. Joshua R. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne J. Maurice W. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rachel. Rose G. Scott A. Tristan T. Vault D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.